Welcome to the Let's Remember This podcast where we're taking time to slow down, sit down, and spend time in scripture. So wherever you're at, wherever you're listening, I encourage you grab a pen, grab your Bible, a notebook, and let's not only read scripture, but let's ask the Holy Spirit to speak and let's remember this. Good morning. We are now in week three. Um, We're a day behind. As you can probably still tell in my voice, I woke up yesterday and I almost had no voice whatsoever, believe it or not. It was worse than what is coming through today. Um, So I was like, you know what? Nobody's going to listen more than 10 seconds to how terrible my voice sounds. So we're just going to wait. I'm going to double up again today so that we can catch up together Um, Thanks for always being patient with me as um, a lot of the heart of this is like, hey, we're in this together every day. We're opening scripture um, and just seeing what the Lord has to say. And so sometimes that means if we wake up sick, we're sick and we end up just sleeping for like four hours instead. (laughs) Um, But excited to be back in the word with you. Um, I'm back in Madison. Last week I was traveling a bit, hence where I think I picked up some sickness um, and lack of sleep from travel, but excited to be back in the Word in um, my living room, a space where I go to meet with Jesus in the mornings um, with the sun shining in and my coffee ready to go. And so I just want to invite you wherever you're at today to just take a moment, just fix your eyes on Jesus, just set aside everything else that is running around in your head. I always say the emails because for me, that's it. I have to say, okay, my emails will be fine for the next few minutes or so. But whatever it is for you to just set aside and just listen as God speaks. We're going to be reading today in Mark 7, verses 31 through 37. Jesus left Tyre and went up to Sidon before going back to the Sea of Galilee and the region of the Ten Towns. A deaf man with a speech impediment was brought to him, and the people begged Jesus to lay his hands on the man to heal him. Jesus led him away from the crowd so they could be alone. He put his finger into the man's ears, then spitting on his own fingers, he touched the man's tongue. Looking up to heaven, he sighed and said, Ephatha, which means be open. Instantly, the man could hear perfectly, and his tongue was freed so he could speak plainly. Jesus told the crowd not to tell anyone, but the more he told them not to, the more they spread the news. They were completely amazed and said again and again, everything he does is wonderful. He even makes the deaf to hear and gives speech to those who cannot. Lord, we thank you so much for your word that is alive, that is active. We thank you, Lord, for the ways that you continue to heal, the ways that you continue to give hearing to those who cannot, give sight to those who cannot see, Lord. And I just pray that even in ways today, would we hear you? Would you open up our ears to hear you? Would you open up our eyes to see you? We ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. All right, the verses that we're focusing on are 37. They were completely amazed and said again and again, everything he does is wonderful. He even makes the deaf to hear and gives speech to those who cannot speak. Wow. God, I just look at these verses and I just think of how many miracles like this that they would have witnessed, that people would have heard about, that the disciples would have witnessed. And I do wonder sometimes, like, did it ever just get old? Like, this is what's going to happen. And it started to make me think in my life, the things that just kind of become mundane and become old. 
the things that that God continues to do and I just take for granted. Um, I think one way is that I see that in my life is the miracle of like him always providing everything that we need. You know, I still can can fight off this scarcity man, mentality of like, okay, am I going to have enough? Like where where's the money going to come from? How am I going to pay for things if, you know, I have a car problem or different things like that? But yet God has come through time and time again. So I don't know why I'm still surprised. But I really want to focus on this word amazed here because it says that they were completely amazed. Even though they had seen Jesus the disciples had seen Jesus heal before. This crowd had probably heard of it. Maybe this was the first time some of them saw it for with their own eyes. But it says they were completely amazed. Now that word amazed is something that I think we maybe have become numb to. I remember specifically at one of the churches I grew up in, um, there was someone that would do announcements from the front all the time and they would always say, oh, this, you know, this event is going to be amazing. It's going to be so amazing. And I'm sure the events that they were announcing were great, but it, it lost kind of its its value in, is this one really going to be amazing? Because you said they're all going to be amazing. And we say that word all the time. We throw it out. It's amazing. It's amazing. You talk about what you ate for lunch. Oh, it was amazing, right? Like, what did you do today? Oh, I did this. How was it? It was amazing. And it's like, was it really amazing? Do we really understand what that means? That these people were amazed by Jesus. Because like I said, I think that I've read that word so many times and I've completely missed the meaning. Um, this summer, I read a book by Simon Pon- Ponzunby, I think is how you say it. Um, and it's called Amazed by Jesus. So if you're looking for a good read, highly recommend Amazed by Jesus. And he really just dives into this word amazed in this book. And he talks about kind of that, that same thing of how we say everything's amazing when it's probably not amazing. Um, but Jesus really is amazing. The things that Jesus did really were amazing. And then he kind of dives into more of that, of like what was so amazing about it. So anyways, highly recommend. But one of the things I wanted to read um, from his book was he talks about the two different words that Mark is using when he's talking about being amazed or amazement in his gospel. And I always think sometimes word studies to me are the most profound on the words that I read all the time, like amazing. I would never think, oh, I need to look that up and know what it means. But can I tell you that knowing the meaning has completely changed how I read it. So he talks about this, that there's two different words that Mark uses in his gospel when he talks about amazement. And um, both of them appear five different times. So there's five different times where Mark is conveying that people were amazed. And both times, so 10 total, but both times it conveys the sense of physical response to what they're seeing or hearing. There was a physical response. So the first word that Mark uses is thambio from the Greek root tremen, which is which we get our word to tremble from, to tremble. So one of the meanings of people being amazed was they were trembling when it says that. So we just read, oh, it was amazing. And we think like, oh, it was good. It was cool. No, no, no. They were trembling when they saw this, when they heard this. The other word is ekpliso, and it means to strike with a blow. It's translated, they were amazed, but really what it's saying uh, when we read they're completely amazed is that knocked, struck with a bow, like they were completely knocked down, their senses knocked out of them, overwhelmed, quite literally. Jesus knocked them out. That's what this is meaning. See, when they saw Jesus perform the miraculous, they were completely amazed. And that's what I want to remember today is that Jesus, he is amazing. Have you noticed how many times when people were amazed in the Gospels that they fell to their knees, 
that they fell to the ground. What does it look like for us to have that response to Jesus? Well, I think for us to have that response to Jesus, we have to truly see the amazement in him. Sometimes we do, and sometimes we have to say, God, will you give me eyes to see how you are working, how you are moving? Because the people, when they saw it, they fell to their feet, and then they couldn't help it, even though I love Jesus, like, hey, please stop telling people about this, and they're telling everybody, and I'm like, don't we do the same thing? Jesus is like, hey, can you just not do this one thing, and we're like, watch me, (laughs) and not good, not great, but we do it all the time, but truly, this should be our response to Jesus, that when we encounter Jesus, that we are so amazed, that we are knocked out of our senses, that we are completely just fall to our knees because we are so overwhelmed by who he is. We are so overwhelmed by his miracles, by his kindness, by his grace. And all I keep thinking is Jesus isn't changing. But sometimes the way that I see him does. And that's really what I feel like the Holy Spirit was speaking to me and I need to receive today is this reality that that Jesus is still amazing. Jesus is still on the throne. Jesus has not changed. But maybe my position, my posture, the way I see him has. So what is it that I need to do to continue to position myself to see him and nothing else? To see him and to be amazed. The people were completely amazed by Jesus because he is completely amazing. And I want to see him that way. Well, I hope this was encouraging to you and that you take time today to continue to read the scripture, reflect on it, ask the Holy Spirit, what do I need to receive? What do I need to remember and not forget today? We'll see you tomorrow.